0: Cameron's Heart by Henry Lawson Read for LibriVox.org by Michael Conway On the 30th of December 2016, Kent The digging were just in their glory when Alastair Cameron came With recommendations he told me from friends and a parson at Hame. He read me his recommendations He called them a part of his plant The first one was signed by an elder The other by Cameron's aunt the minister called him ungodly, astray frae the fall of the Lord, and his aunt set him down as a spendthrift, a rebel at home and abroad. He got drunk now and then, and he gambled. Such heroes are often the same. That's all they could say in connection with Alastair Cameron's name. He was straight and he stuck to his country, and spoke with respect of his kirk. He did his full share of the cooking, and more than his share of the work. And many a poor devil then, when his strength and his money were spent, was sure of a lecture and tucker, and a shakedown in Cameron's tent. He shunned all the girls in the camp, and they said he was proof to the dart, that nothing but whisky and gaming had ever a place in his heart, and carried a packet about him, well hid, but I saw it at last. And well, tis a very old story, the story of Cameron's past. A ring and a sprig of white heather, "'a letter or two and a curl, "'a bit of a worn silver chain, "'and the portrait of Cameron's girl. "'It chanced in the first of the sixties "'that Hallie and I and McKean "'were sinking a shaft on Mundurin "'near Fosbury's puddle machine. "'The bucket we used was a big one, "'and rather a weight went was full, "'though Alistair wound it up easy, "'for he had the strength of a bull. "'He hinted at heart disease often, "'but setting his fancy apart, I always believed there was nothing the matter with Cameron's heart. One day I was working below. I was filling the bucket with clay. When Alistair cried, Pack it on, mon, we ought to be bottomed today. He wound, and the bucket rose steady and swift to the surface until it reached the first log on the top, where it suddenly stopped and hung still. I knew what was up in a moment when Cameron shouted to me, "'Climb up for your life by the footholds. "'I'll stick to the hornel, or thee!' "'And those were the last words he uttered. "'He groaned, for I heard him quite plain. "'There is nothing so awful as that "'when it's wrung from a workman in pain. "'The strength of despair was upon me. "'I started and scarcely drew breath, "'but climbed to the top for my life "'in the fear of a terrible death. "'And there, with his waist on the handle, "'I saw the dead form of my mate.' and over the shaft hung the bucket, suspended by Cameron's weight. I wonder did Alistair think of the scenes in the distance so dim, when death at the windlass that morning took cruel advantage of him. He knew if the bucket rushed down, it would murder or cripple his mate. His hand on the iron was closed, with a grip that was stronger than fate. He thought of my danger, not his, when he felt in his bosom the smart and stuck to the handle in spite of the finger of death on his heart end of poem this recording is in the public domain